Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. How's it going, everybody? This is Taylor Raglan, a reporter with the Plano Star Courier Out American Lake City Sun, but acting as Devin Hassan today uh, and uh, covering the Saxe Mustangs out here at the Cotton Bowl. Uh, Saxe was taking on U.S. Trinity uh, in the back half of the Cotton Bowl Stadium Prep Showcase today. Uh, Plano East and Lake Highlands uh, played at 10 a.m. in the front half with Plano East taking the 36 to nothing blowout win uh, in a rain-shortened game. Uh, and then Saxe and U.S. Trinity ended up getting started uh, about 2.30 or so. There was oh, kind of some doubt whether or not this game would get in uh, up in the press box uh, among those of us covering it, uh, whether or not they would start, whether or not it would be delayed, um, similar to so many games that we saw on Friday night. But they ended up getting the thing started at 2.30 and, and played it all the way through. Um, and U.S. Trinity took the 20-14 to 14 win uh, over Saxe. A, a pretty competitive game, uh, especially considering the conditions. You, you know, you figure uh, when it's this muggy and, and wet and it's been raining for two days and, and it's a, a natural grass field, uh, the results are going to be a little sloppy. Um, you know, maybe some 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 trouble in the passing game and, and that kind of thing. But uh, it was actually a pretty competitive game and, and a pretty back-and-forth game. Uh, in the first quarter, Saxe opened the scoring on a two-yard pass from from quarterback Anthony Beltron to Trent Dean. Uh, it was a the only real meaningful drive for either team in the first quarter. Um, they had some some success. The Mustangs did running the football, uh, drove it down to the two-yard line, and then punched it in on the the short pass uh, to go up seven nothing. A lead they would take into the second quarter, but the rest of the first half would be all Uless Trinity from there. Um, so, some pretty Uless uh, Trinity. Uh, touchdown lines in the box score with quarterback Lockie Ellis. Uh, I hope it's Lockie. I apologize if it's not. Uh, but Lockie Ellis punching in it uh, from a yard out uh, for their first score that tied the game at seven in the second quarter. And then Malcolm Washington punching it in from two yards out uh, for the second score that would give Trinity the eventual 14-7 to halftime lead. Um, after that, you know, when, when the, the teams came back out for the third quarter, it was a little back and forth. Uh, but then with 6.07 left in the third quarter, uh, things started to get a little chaotic because um, Saxe was driving and got, I think, to, to about the Trinity 30 or so, maybe maybe a little shy of that, um, but had a couple, uh, couple missteps uh, that, that pushed them back quite a bit. Uh, they, they fumbled the ball and recovered it, but, but obviously were pushed back several yards uh, from the fumble in the backfield. Uh, and then Beltran was sacked. Uh, which uh, pushed them back even further. And, and if I remember correctly, it was third and basically forever, third and 20-plus pl- and from right at midfield. Um, but Beltron would find Derek Rose, his preferred target on the night, uh, who finished with 112 yards for a 50-yard touchdown that tied the game up at 14 in the third quarter. And that would kind of, again, kick off a, a real stretch of, of kind of back-and-forth action. Um, that is until Malcolm Washington uh, for Trinity scored his second uh, touchdown of the game, an 11-yard sweep, um, but even that was was a little chaotic because uh, Trinity punched it in from 11 yards out and, and went up, uh, and, and they lined up to kick the extra point and hadn't missed one on the day, and then all of a sudden their uh, their kicker kind of squibbed one low, uh, and, and before you know it, it's it's 20 to uh, 
to 14, which would end up being the final score. But at the time, you know, Saxe was going to have a couple more possessions um, to, to try to, to tie the game up or potentially go ahead just by, um, just by uh, kicking an extra point. So uh, I believe the last Saxe possession came pretty late in the fourth quarter, and they certainly had a chance to win. Um, but it ended with a, uh, a pick from Anthony Beltran, uh, his second of the game. I didn't end the game per se, but uh, Trinity would drive down from there and, and run out the clock. Uh, Saxe only had two timeouts remaining. Uh, Trinity was pretty effective running the football and I think got down inside the five-yard line and then was able to take a knee um, with the fresh set of downs and, and finish the game uh, with the 20-14 to 14 win, not taking any chances. Uh, talking to Saxe head coach Mark Red Barons after the game, um, he, he seemed extremely dissatisfied despite the result and, and kind of the close game and, and being edged by a good U.S. US Trinity team, uh, non-district action. He wasn't satisfied with, with just competing, and, and that was pretty evident. I believe his first quote was literally that, uh, pretty much verbatim, verbatim uh, excuse me, that you know they, they weren't satisfied with simply competing, or at least he wasn't, and, and that their main goal now is, is to continue to find guys that are going to compete and, and find a way to get into the win column uh, after starting 0-2. Uh, losing in a, a crazy game last week and then uh, getting edged by Trinity in this one out here at the Cotton Bowl today. Um, Beltron threw for 178 yards on 17 completions and two touchdowns, uh, but obviously those were offset by the two picks he had. Uh, and that was something that Barron's talked to him about before the game that was kind of a point of emphasis uh, that they wanted to limit the turnovers. And, and they felt if they limited the turnovers that, that the Trinity team was a team that they could hang with and beat. Um, but obviously that didn't happen. Uh, the turnovers were pretty costly, especially the last one. Um, and, and Saxe came up just short. Um, Saxe will go from here uh, to next week in week three. They will host Plano East in a game that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, two teams that have that have looked good. Plano East, obviously, on the other end of the spectrum at 2-0. Uh, that, that prolific passing offense is, is firing on all cylinders. Uh, I mentioned the 36 to nothing win over Lake Highlands today in the early game of the Cotton Bowl. Uh, but a Saxe team that, you know, is under the direction of a new quarterback in Beltron and, and trying to figure some stuff out, but that obviously still has plenty of talent and, and plenty of ability. So uh, it's a game that I'm pretty excited about and a game that I think will be closer than, than maybe you would think with how, uh, how prolific the, the East offense has been. Uh, Saxe is, is uh, a playoff contender for sure, if not a contender to, to make a decent little run uh, like they did last season. Uh, and Plano East is is showing out well early in the season, but still trying to rebound um, and win uh, <laughs> several games in a row to make up for a three and seven campaign and missing the playoffs last season. So, uh, looking forward to that matchup next week. That's at Williams Stadium out in Garland, I believe, a seven p.m. kickoff uh, on Friday. Uh, one of us will certainly be there for coverage on that one and for coverage of that game. Uh, for my final coverage of this game today and all the other games uh, going on. Uh, here in week two of Texas high school football in the Metroplex, you can visit StarLocalMedia.com. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. 
But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.